All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. I'm your wonderful host, Demion. My sister was telling me earlier that I sound like I'm congested, so if you hear a little congestion, blame it on the flu season. I don't have the flu, I'm not sick, but we are dealing with, dealing with some winter temperatures here, so that could affect the quality of my voice, but it will not affect the quality of this podcast because we are English and Coffee. Yes, yes, the coffee is coming in live and strong. I am alive and well. Just got done spending a little money with the mechanics. Got some new brakes, so I got some new shoes. Got an oil change. Uh, Definitely feeling good about the situation. The way I pulled off the lot, you would have thought I had a new car. These are just new brakes. Been wanting brakes all week. Finally had the time to go get them. So, with new brakes and an oil change and an iced caramel coffee, we are going to get into today's podcast. Um, I read some articles earlier in the week that were pretty interesting, but I think I'll just start, you know, with a little bit of what, what was going on with me there at the uh, mechanic shop, because maybe it'll be interesting to you, because some of you out there, hopefully all of you out there, have vehicles or driven a vehicle, so you know the trials and tribulations associated with getting an oil change, getting brakes, so I'll tell you how my day started because I'm just getting into it. I mean, this is my second cup of coffee and it's only six o'clock. So, well, it's not quite six, it's 5.34, six o'clock. But for conversation's sake, we'll just say six o'clock. So, take your sip and let's get into it. All right, so sitting here sipping this coffee, I'm already about halfway into it. I mean, it's good. This is a quality cup. I don't know what's different about it, Maybe it could be the uh, the high 50 degree temperature we have going on, low 60s. But it seems like they have just enough caramel, just enough milk, coffee. The ratio is quality. The ice cubes are cold. You know, I just want to take a take a second to to let the lady know that the ice cubes are cold. Um, I can't say that I've ever had hot ice cubes, but I I've had ice cubes. But these are cold. I can tell they're cold because the way they they clackle in the in the, in the in the in the cup. I mean, you hear that? You hear that little that sound? That's the ice cubes. Cold ice cubes. So yeah, this is a quality cup. I'm sipping on it. Take another sip right now. So where was I? What happened? Okay. Needed to get the oil changed. So like I said, uh, all week I'd been wanting to get it because I had seen a, um, a little indicator on my car, a little sign. A little light that would flash here and there, and it said brake fluid level low. Brake fluid level. So I'm thinking, okay, well, it's just like oil. Maybe I could just go in there and put a little brake fluid in. Everything will be good to go. Call around. People are saying, no, when your brake fluid is on, that means the the pistons are using this fluid to help slow your car. You know, because your brakes are either going or gone. So I said, okay, well, I need to do that. But I didn't have time to do it. I mean, I had to work you know when you work like me you work in the morning you get off and the the auto shops are closed so i got up early this morning didn't make it right out there but got up early this morning just with that in mind i was up at 6 30 wanted to go on out there and um get some things done didn't leave in the house till probably about (laughs) two or three but anyway i got up early you know just had it in mind i called ahead just to see how late i could show up to the place he said as long as i'm there before four and he told me that i'll have to have my own brakes so I went over there, got some brakes from this place called Advanced Auto Parts. Uh, the brakes were about $60. It was a pair. I got the gold pack. They had a platinum pack, but I said, what's the difference? 
I'm not that concerned. Gold is good. It's not bronze or silver. I'll take gold. So I got the gold brakes, went over there, gave him the brakes. He comes back and tells me, um, well, we can't, we can't do these because uh, you're nuts. So, you know, on the tire, you have four studs. You know, they go through the wheel, they keep the wheel on. So you have the little nuts, those silvery things you twist off. So whoever was up there last time with the freaking air gun that they used, when they had rounded off the nuts. So they weren't able to get up there with the proper tool to take the nut off. So he said, I'll probably break them trying to get them off. I said, okay, so what's the, what's the next step? He said, we'll need new nuts. I said, do you have nuts? He said, no. So I went to the auto shop, well, the little auto parts store, picked up a pack of nuts, $25, you know, for eight of them, came back, gave them the nuts, gave them the brakes, went in, waiting, and I said, throw oil change in there while you're at it. So I'm getting a brake change and the oil change. But this older guy comes in, you know, study, and we're sitting there chatting. Nice, nice looking young man. He was 68 years old. Uh, he had a little gray hair going. He had a hat on. He had his sunglasses. But you could just tell by his energy that he was a spry. He was a spry elderly gentleman. But we were sitting there talking about cars first. You know, I was telling him about bad service I've had at different providers. He was telling me about bad service he's had. And we were talking about the service there at the place we were at. We are at this place called GTS Loop. So he was getting, I think he was getting an oil change or an inspection, something like that. I was in there taking care of my business. So we're just chewing the fat and um, we're sitting there, you know, talking about cars. And then I said, well, are you into stocks? And he was like, stocks? He said, oh, no, I don't mess with that anymore. He said, I did when I was younger. So then he started telling me his little war stories about, you know, a, a big hit he took uh, back in, I guess, the, um, the 90s or whatever. Um, and I was like, OK, well, you know, I'm in there now. So. And I was catching him up to speed on Apple, how Apple's moving, how Tesla's moving, how all these electric vehicles are moving, these stocks, the Pfizer's and things like that, the workhorse. And, um, you know, tell him, I, even though I'm in here now, you know, I'm not in here bragging or anything, but it's like, you know, I have a ways to go. Options is still something I'm working on. Dividend investing started with that, you know, first and foremost. And then I've moved into swing trading and things like that. Um, tell him, you know, I've been following the market, this, that. And he was just trying to compare, you know, notes with how he was doing it. Because when he started, you know, this was back in the days when people had to have a broker. You don't need all that now. And you can just get you a little Robin Hood, get you a little Weeble, get you a little Ameritrade, whatever you want to go with. They got all these little cute little dainty applications that people want to use if they don't want to get into something a little serious. Like Weeble, Weeble is a good balance. I'd say Robin Hood is is great for the beginner because it's an easy interface everything's nice clean but you can't really get any analytics there so you're going to have to use another source like market trade or um what is it the, the seek seeking alpha or you know just however you want to get your information so robin hood's the place to go when you know what you want to trade when you know what you actually want to do you don't go in there for market research you don't do rock market research in robin hood uh weeble has the charts has all the indicators, you know, the MACD, the RSI, the MA. You can use those things, uh, but it's still not enough. Those are just things so you can make your trade and track it. You got to do your due diligence. So, you know, whether you're using FinViz or, you know, looking up the companies independently. Either way, so we were in there talking about that. Well, I was talking about it. He was able to bounce back off the conversation based on, you know, his past experience in the 90s or whatever. 
you know, we're talking about the little crashes and stuff that's going on now. And he was saying it's going to be interesting to see how the stock market flows under the Biden administration versus the Trump administration. We didn't get into a political conversation because, I mean, that wasn't the uh, the, the main the main suit. You know, it was just um, we're talking, I mean, in the presidential candidate. I mean, those kind of things do impact our stock market. So he brought that up and I mean, didn't get a reaction out of me because, you know, we're just talking. I can have a conversation on multiple things, you know, different levels without getting all emotionally invested in it. But anyway, we were talking about that. And then um, as my car was getting ready to be finished, we migrated over to COVID. You know, you can't go anywhere without talking about COVID. So I'm going to take another break and then I'm going to tell you what we talked about. Man, that's some good coffee. But Okay, so the elderly gentleman and I were talking about COVID. So he was telling me that he believes back in January, he came down with something similar to COVID if he didn't actually have the full thing himself. Because he said he had eight days where he had a light fever, ran a fever for about eight days. He said it wasn't enough to lay him out, but it was enough to make him feel like he had a fever. He didn't have a sense of smell, didn't have a sense of taste. Pretty much everything that everybody talks about are the main you know, symptoms of COVID, you know, he had the headache and it went on about eight days and it just kind of cleared itself. Um, but most people that you talk to that have experienced COVID pre COVID, it was in January. So I'm just pretty much thinking that this thing already flew through the whole freaking world already. And people that were going to get sick, got sick in January. Cause I know a lot of people that got hit in January, that December, my sister got hit, I think, what with something close to it like a bad cold when she came to visit us she didn't get hit with covid but it was something that freaking laid her out i was like dude are you good she was like yeah i'm good but the thing is her and i were sitting there talking i mean a whole while i wasn't coughing i had no fever i I didn't have anything but she was she was going through it i mean she hit you know hit the sudafed hit the nyquil you know she pulled through it but what i'm saying is yeah, this stuff is already done blown through the freaking earth. You know, if people are going to get sick, they get sick. You know, they're going to react to it. Um, this stuff that's happening now, I, I'm not going to say people aren't still passing out, but I, I got to feel like they're manipulating the numbers a little bit. You know, we've already had our election, you know, so here, I mean, you can't really go off that. But I mean, the numbers are still climbing. So I'm like, what are they trying to do? Are they using this now as a ploy to try to control people? You know, sitting back in the quarantine, people back in the quarantine, sitting people back in the hiding, trying to control the market, make these moves. Because, I mean, in the States, but see, now other countries, yeah, they're they're keeping their people safe. But here in the States, where I'm at right now, I'm sitting in a McDonald's parking lot, right? Parking lot is packed. Parking lot across the street over there is Axby's, packed. People all up and down the road, packed. Windows down, people out walking, people sitting in restaurants eating, right? We don't have any theaters open in my area, but I mean, you wouldn't think anything's going on. Um, I still wear my mask in the store, food line, you go in there, maybe 60% of the people got the mask on, 40% of the people don't. When I went and got my uh, auto stuff together, all the workers had masks on, right? But I'm sure when they went home, they didn't have masks on. So whatever was at home, they had under the mask. I had my mask on, so it is what it is. But the one thing with these masks, as you wear these masks, you start breathing in these fibers. So it just can just get kind of get kind of stuffy, kind of a little tough to breathe in the mask. Um, 
I'm out there, like I said, pretty much. I mean, I got my windows rolled up right now, so I don't have the mask on, and I'm not going to record a podcast with the mask on. I mean, what's the point of that? You guys don't want to hear me going. Let me look. I'm going to just put the mask over my face now so you could hear how it would sound if I was to record with it. So I'd be sitting here talking, and then it would be like, well, this is how the podcast is going to go. And nobody's going to listen to that. Nobody's going to listen to that. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not even going to record that. I'm not even going to put your ears through that. So I've got my windows rolled up, which is probably 100 times safer than this mask could ever be because it's just a piece of fabric. I mean, it's just fabric. It's just a mask. Anyway, you know, I was talking to the old guy, you know, nice conversation, got my car fixed, came out of there in one piece, said, well, let me go over here and record the podcast. Um, But I did want to um, share an article or two, well, probably one article that I can crisply remember in my mind. I read something earlier this week. It was about, I'm going off memory here. Oh, I don't have to go off memory. You know, I don't have to go off memory. I'm going to pull the article up. Let me let me just pull the article up. That way, it's all good. It was an event that happened over there in, um, I want to say the UK. Let's pull the article up. It was a good piece. I sent it to my friend, Katya. I don't know if I sent it to uh, my sister, but there was a robbery, right? It was a robbery with Apple. Somebody made off with a boatload of Apple products. So let me pull this article up. I'll just go to her page and click on it. One second. Bear with me, guys. I know you're busy, and I appreciate your patience. I just want to make sure I'm giving you uh, the actual factual. Okay, here it is. Apple products worth nearly $7 stolen in highway robbery so i don't know if you know what a brinks truck is but a brinks truck is a truck that rolls around here in the states with money you see a brinks truck is full of money so they go to different stores like they might go to your grocery stores they might go to banks they're bringing money from one place taking it to the other so this article here it was published on november 17th at 326 says people want to speak to anyone who has been offered, police want to speak to anyone who has been offered an Apple product for an unusual price or an unusual sale in an unusual circumstance. So Apple released the new iPhone 12 last month. Police say robbers stole, and this is in euros, so 5 million euros worth of Apple products in a highway robbery on November 10th. So I guess this equates to about, what, $7 million or something like that? Um, anyway, Apple products worth... Now, now it drops down to 6.6. They say Apple products worth 5 million euros, 6.6 million, have been stolen from a lorry in a dramatic highway robbery 75 miles north of London, police said on Tuesday. The offenders targeted and tied up a lorry driver and security guard on the M1, one of the UK's major north-south routes on the evening of November 10th. Um, Then they drove the lorry to a nearby village of Creek, Crick or Creek. This is UK, so I don't know what they got going on over there, but they drove it over to a spot, right? Where they transferred the trailer loaded with the valuable Apple products. Uh, equivalent, uh, equi- uh, hmm, let me, this, this, hold on. Get, let me take, let me take a sip. You don't mind if I take a sip. Let me take a sip. Hold on. Ah, here we go. Where they transferred the trailer loaded with valuable Apple products to an awaiting truck leaving the driver and guard behind. The truck was later found across the county border to the north. In some city I'm not even going to try to pronounce. It's like 
Leicestershire, Leicestershire, Leicestershire. I don't speak uh, <laughs> UK or Dutch or whatever this is, um, but one of you out there, I'm sure you can pronounce it. Um, it's some long word with a shire at the end. Police believe the robbers transferred the contents of the truck, apparently containing 48 pallets of Apple products to a third vehicle. The items stolen included AirPods, Apple Watches, and iPhone 11s. Authorities are appealing for the witness, uh, or appealing for witness of the crime, which took place on the southbound slip road at junction 18 of the M1 between 7.45 and 8 p.m. on November 10th. Police are looking to speak to anyone who may have been offered an Apple product for sale in an unusual circumstance. So, basically, Apple got hit. They took $7 million worth of products off of them. It's a quick come up. You know, they'll probably be able to make, I don't know, maybe $3 million on that. Because uh, nobody's going to care. Somebody comes up to you and they say, here, here's a new iPhone 11. Um, people are just going to buy it. I mean, they buy it now. I mean, you can go on these little, uh, you know, sites online and, and, and buy a phone, you know, for half the price. Because it takes nothing to make the phone. You know, it takes nothing to make the phone. The people that make the phone know what's in the phone. There's nothing to make the phone. But they jack up the price so high, especially over here. Anyway, here's the thing. Here's my Here's my thoughts on the matter. Now. Apple, you know, all this stuff happening in the stock market. Now, out of nowhere, you're getting hit. Today, you're getting hit, you know, November 10th, November 17th, whenever the article was, November 10th. November 10th, you get hit. You lose $7 million. This makes the news. Over in UK, somebody hit the truck. So somebody's been thinking. They said, okay, well, we're not going to steal money. We're going to steal cell phones, right? Cool. Turn it, flip it, sell it. Phones are gone. Now, Apple, with all the technology they have, are you telling me they don't have tracker units in all their phones, in all their shipments, in all their stores? So here's the thing. Apple could blow the whistle, right? Apple could blow the whistle and activate the chips in their phones and go ahead and just ping where the pallets are at. But if they did that, then everybody would know, which we already know, everybody would know that they're being tracked and followed. But that's just my opinion. You got to think with all this GPS and stuff, have you ever been to a store and you come out of the store and your phone asks you, how was your time at Burger King or how was your time in the mall? Did you enjoy this place? It's sending you GPS satellite pictures of where you were and the time you were there. Yeah, because your phone's always recording that data. But where is it sending that data to? Hmm? Where is it sending it to? I walk into a store and my phone's telling me how was your, or asking me how was your experience? Hmm? Or you start seeing ads just because you walk in the store pop up on your phone? No. It's that whole geo-targeting and stuff. But where's that information going? Hmm? Who's buying it? We know who's buying it, but who else is looking at this information? That's my thing. That's my thing. You know, even though you cut the little GPS thing off on your phone, you don't want to be tracked, you don't want to show your location, it's still tracking it. It's still tracking it. So just just be aware. Just be aware. And as far as the Apple thing, you know, $7 million, that's nothing. That's nothing. What's that's one month? Not even a month. That's not even a month's worth of sales for them. This is a billion-dollar company. They're not tripping over $7 million. They just write that stuff off. 
it's probably part of a ploy because now they're like in the UK the people are probably like oh they just stole those phones so now when the phones come back you know it's a little scarcity sales model or whatever but you guys be safe out there I'm gonna sip on this coffee probably go check out Duke's next week we have Thanksgiving so when I talk to you it will be after Thanksgiving uh, so I'll just say you guys have a safe and guess wonderful time with your families if you do celebrate Thanksgiving or maybe you have a nice meal during the week whatever you do here it's gonna be a little different in the States just because Thanksgiving is a time of family you normally have family coming in from all different states people flying in driving in buses you know getting together 30 40 deep you know 10 20 people at a table big gatherings uh, but with this COVID now they're saying you can't have those gatherings or they're advising you to not have those gatherings so it's gonna be an interesting time and then plus around the corner from that we have Christmas coming up and New Year's and these are all holidays when people get together so it's just gonna be interesting to see how everything plays out I know my mom and I will have a nice quiet dinner but here's the thing she's gonna be all the way on that side of the room I'm gonna be all the way on this side of the room you know it's just what we got to do put the food in the middle have the mask on pull the mask down when you eat if we get up you know get towards the middle put the mask on when I'm walking over there so I'm not breathing over the food it's just what we got to do it's just what we got to do um, but I hope you all are safe out there stay well and I'll see you in the next one